So let's come into a comfortable seated position. <laughs> so legs are comfortably crossed. Letting your hands rest wherever they feel most supportive. And see if you can let the thigh bones begin to grow heavy. Allowing the tailbone to draw down and under as if you're trying to touch it to your heels. Allowing the outer hips to soften. Bringing your awareness to the base of the spine and begin to lengthen, finding length between the two lowest vertebrae in the spine. And then climbing up the spine to the next space between the vertebrae. Finding length there. And then just continuing that journey up the spine, one vertebra at a time. Finding a little bit more space as you draw up the vine of the spine. So you're looking for increments of millimeters, very, very small measurements of space. Allowing the ribs to stay evenly spaced around your spine. Once you've found the full length of your spine, drawing the crown of the head upward as the chin draws slightly toward the throat, aligning the ears directly over your shoulders. Allowing the shoulder blades to release down the back and feeling the collarbones broadening. Soften the jaw, release the tongue. Notice your breathing. Allowing the breath to move naturally in and out of the body. Noticing the inhale as it enters the body and moves down through the throat, through the chest, through the belly, all the way down to the tailbone. 
And as you exhale, feel that return journey from the tailbone up through the nostrils as you exhale. So the breath is almost like an elevator moving down on the inhale and up on the exhale. Staying with your breath, bring the hands together in front of your heart, setting your intention for your practice. So your intention really can be any positive healing word or phrase. It can be deeply personal or apply just to your practice. Once you've connected to your intention, imagine that you're planting your intention like a seed in the soil of the heart so that each breath that you breathe, each posture that you practice, each moment spent in awareness on and off the mat nurtures and feeds that seed, helping it to grow and bear fruit. allowing your intention to rise up and join with all of the intentions in the room and perhaps expanding out to all the intentions of the planet, all humankind, realizing our interconnectedness, that your intentions, your thoughts, your actions affect the collective. I'll sound a single ohm, inhaling deeply. Oh. And a deep inhale. As you exhale, interlace your hands and press your palms straight out in front. As you inhale, draw the arms straight up overhead. And as you exhale, gently twist to your right, floating the right hand to the floor behind you, left hand to the floor in front of you. Pause here and check in, letting the thigh bones grow heavy once again, rooting the tailbone down and under. As you inhale, draw the spine skyward. As you exhale, rotate the base of the ribs, but keep the chin pointing toward the right knee. 
Good, steady breathing. Each inhale, grounding through the legs, lengthening through the spine. Each exhale, finding another millimeter or so of rotation at the base ribs. Good. As you inhale, come to center. Let the arms float up. And then twisting to the opposite side as you exhale. Left hand to the floor behind you, right hand to the floor in front of you. Ground the hips, lengthen the spine as you inhale. And as you exhale, gently twisting at the base of the ribs. Continuing with your breath, inhaling to lengthen and ground. Exhaling to rotate, just tiny, tiny increments of movement. Enjoying the subtleties of the practice. Feel the collarbones broadening. Listen to your breath. Let it soothe your nervous system. Good. On your inhale, coming back to center, reaching the arms up. As you exhale, bring the hands down the center line to the heart. Good. And then reach the hands onto the floor right in front of the crossed legs. Lengthen your heart up and forward as if you're trying to pull it between the arm bones. Drop your tail down and under, soften the thigh bones. Inhale, lengthen again. Exhale, keep that length as you start to walk your hands forward. Make sure that both feet are gently flexed to protect your knee and hip joints here. If you feel any pressure in the knees, you can back off. Good. Inhale to lengthen the heart forward again. And this time, exhale, start to fold in. Letting the head hang heavy, or you can place uh, your stacked fist or a block under your forehead if you have a block. Continuing to breathe. See if you can direct the breath all the way into the base of your tailbone. So as you extend all the way into the tail. And then stay low and start to walk your hands over to the right as if you're trying to kiss your right knee. Inhale to lengthen your heart forward and exhale to fold in deeply. Let the left sits bone grow heavy. It will likely try to lift off of the floor, but try to keep it grounded. If you're looking for a deeper opening in the left side of your body, start to crawl your left hand over toward your right hand. Breathe deeply into your left side waist. Breathing all the way down to the tailbone. Good, stay low, come back to center. And slowly walk over to the left. Inhale to lengthen the heart forward. And exhale to fold in deeply. And perhaps deepening by walking the right hand closer to the left hand. Breathe deep into your right side body. 
breathing all the way down into your tailbone. And stay low and slowly come back up to the center, coming all the way up. Bring your hands behind you, extend your legs straight out in front, take your time, maybe shake the feet out a little bit to relieve any stiffness in the joints, and then go ahead and recross the legs with the opposite shin out in front. If you don't remember which one you had out in front, cross your legs the way it feels most natural, and then recross them the other way. <laughs> Good, so sitting tall, bring the hands together in front of your heart once again. Find a deep inhale. As you exhale, interlace the hands and press the palms forward. Inhaling, the arms reach up. Exhaling, gently twisting to the right. This time the left hand goes all the way over to the right thigh. Right hand is on the floor behind you. So you can check in either having the palm on the knee of the right foot, so left palm to right knee, or you can turn the back of the left wrist and press it against the, um, the right thigh bone so that you have a little more leverage to open the back of the left shoulder. Either way, inhale, lift the heart up, and exhale, twist deeply through the base of the ribs, opening to the right. Steady breath in and out. You can stay here or layer on a side bend, inhaling the right arm up to the ceiling. Exhaling, dipping the left shoulder toward the left thigh, letting the right arm reach out over the right ear. Good, steady breath. Breathe deeply into your right side body. On your inhale, raise the right arm back up to the ceiling. As you exhale, right hand to the floor behind you. Pause, inhale to lift the heart up. And exhale to gently rotate the ribs to the right. Good, inhaling, coming to center, arms reaching up. Twisting gently to your left as you exhale. Right hand travels all the way over to the left thigh, either palm to knee or back of the wrist to the thigh bone. Inhale, lift the heart up, and exhale, twist the ribs gently to the left. Each inhale, lengthening and grounding. Each exhale, gently twisting open. Steady breath. Stay here, or inhale the left arm up. And as you exhale, dip the right shoulder toward the right thigh, taking the left arm out over the left ear. Steady breath into the left side body.
Good. On your next inhale, flip the left arm up. As you exhale, bring the left hand to the floor behind you. Pause. Inhale to lift the heart up. And exhale to twist open to your left. Again, inhaling to center, reaching both arms up. Exhaling, bring your right hand to the floor to your right. Slide the hand out along the earth so you're coming into a side bend. Left arm reaches out and over the left ear. Once you're settled in, ground the left sits bone. Drop the shoulders away from the base of the neck. And then let your head hang heavy so the right ear drops toward the right shoulder. Steady, steady breath into your left side body. Let the head grow even heavier. Good. Keep the head heavy. Start to reach the left arm toward the ceiling, growing long through the arm bones. Continue to grow the arm long as you take it out to the left. And as you travel the hand toward the floor, reaching toward the floor. Good. Press the right hand into the floor just enough so that you can bring the right hand up to the right temple. And gently assist the head back up to center. Good. Inhale, sweep both arms up. Exhaling, the left arm lowers down to the mat to your left. Slide the hand along the floor, coming out into the second side bend. Right arm reaches out and over the right ear. Pause to root your right sits bone and draw the shoulder blades down the back. From here, let the head hang heavy. Left ear drops toward the left shoulder. Steady, steady breath into your left side waist. Good. Keep the head hanging heavy. Take the right arm to the ceiling. Growing long through the arm. Reaching the arm out to the right. And then down in search of the floor. Reaching through the arm. Press the left palm into the floor just enough so that you can bring the left hand up to the left temple and assist the head back up to center. Good. Hands come together in front of the heart. Pause and feel your breath. Notice the shift within your body. And then find your way to all fours, wrist under shoulders and knees under hips. Start to press your palms and your shoelaces really firmly into the floor so that you're creating a very, very strong and steady base. Draw the lower belly in toward the spine, creating Uddiyana Bandha, belly lock. Find your inhale, and then as you exhale, curl into cat pose, rounding the back, taking the nose and the belly button, or excuse me, nose and tailbone towards your belly button. And then as you inhale, take the tailbone back, pull the heart forward between the arm bones, and lift your chin for cow posture. Good. Exhaling to curl in, rounding the back to cat, really pushing the floor away. Inhaling, opening into cow posture. Again, pushing the floor away. Continuing to move and breathe each time you exhale, finding cat. 
Each time you inhale, opening to cow, moving with your breath at your own pace. Recalling your intention. Moving from a space of joy. Joy for the ability to move and breathe and experience your body in these poses. To have a pause in your day to connect within yourself. Coming back to a neutral all fours position, walk your hands forward, one hand print, curl the toes under, and then pause here. Find cow tilt in your spine again, so you're exaggerating, lifting the tail, pulling the heart forward, lifting the chin. See if you can keep that shape in your spine and start to come into downward dog, so that you're first lengthening the spine and then dropping the head through between the arm bones. Keeping the length in your spine, start to drop your heels toward the floor. Good. Steady, steady breath. Allowing the head to hang heavy. Breath is smooth and deep. Press firmly through the inside edges of your hands. Okay, bend your knees a little bit. Good. And then let's gently pedal the heels. Right heel drops down, left knee bends. And then switching sides, alternating side to side at a pace that feels really good for you. Allowing the breath to remain smooth and deep. Good. Coming back to pressing both heels evenly. Knees come to the mat, finding child's pose. So the big toes touch. The knees are either together or wide apart. Sitting back toward your heels. And letting your forehead rest either on the floor, your block, or stacking your hands under the forehead. Releasing the full weight of the body into the earth. Notice your breath. See if you can breathe all the way down into your tailbone. Full, deep breathing. And coming back up to all fours, wrists under shoulders and knees under hips. Palms and shoelaces pressed down firmly. Belly lock is engaged. And slowly drawing your right arm forward, bringing the hand in line with the shoulder. Thumb points toward the ceiling. So you're reaching dynamically through the arm bones, but drawing the shoulder blades down the back. 
your left hand and both shoelaces continue to press down. See if you can soften your jaw, your tongue, your face muscles. Good. One more inhale, and as you exhale, lower the right hand to the floor. Pause. Deep breath in, and exhale out. Extending the left arm straight out in front, thumb to ceiling, wrist in line with shoulder if possible. Drawing the shoulders down the back as you reach forward and out through the left arm bones. Steady breath. Right hand and both feet are pressing into the floor. Soft through the jaw, soft through the face. Good. One more inhale. As you exhale, lower the hand down to the floor. Pause. Deep breath in and exhale. Good. Walk the hands forward. One handprint. Curl the toes under. Find cow tilt in your spine, lifting the chin and the tail. See if you can keep that tilt in your spine as you come into downward facing dog. Good. Steady, steady breath. Pressing firm through the inside edges of the hands. Heels drop down. Good. There you go. Let's just very gently begin to walk the feet up to the hands. Bend your knees as much as you need to to get your toes all the way up in line with your fingers. And then once you're there, make sure. Your feet are either together with the big toes touching and heels apart, or you can have about one fist width between your feet. So they're fairly close together. Same thing, the big toes are slightly closer to one another than the heels. Bend your knees enough so that you can place your fingertips on the floor and pull your heart forward, looking up and forward. So monkey posture, the arms are super straight, the fingertips are light, your tailbone is reaching back and your heart is pulling forward. Find one more inhale here and then exhale folding over your legs, maybe letting your belly and your chest rest on your thighs, let the head hang heavy. Elbows are drawn in close to the body, fingertips resting on the floor if possible. See if you can start to press the four corners of the feet down. So the big toe knuckle, the little toe knuckle, and both sides of your heel are pressing down. And then start to pitch the weight forward toward the toes so that you're coming just to that point to where if you went any further, the toes might crunch up. And as you continually shift your weight forward, at the same time, press your heels back. Good. Now let the head and arms hang heavy as you begin to round up to standing one vertebra at a time. You're pushing the feet into the floor in order to rise up to standing. Breathing as you're moving. 
Taking a nice slow journey through the spine. Once you've arrived at standing, stacking the head over the shoulders, breathing. Good. So let's um, step sideways on the mat. We'll face um, your left. Step the feet about three feet apart. If you're a little bit taller, you can go a little bit wider, but not too much. And then make sure that the second toes are pointing straight ahead so the feet are neither turned out or turned in. Bring your hands onto your hips. See if you can draw your tailbone down towards your heels. You'll feel the pelvis tilt. So do this without bending your knees. Very, very subtle action. And then notice how the spine is stacked over the hips. We want to keep that alignment, but start to bend the knees. So you're bending your knees without changing anything from the hips up. So you won't go very far down, and that's fine. When you find that natural stopping point, pause there. Start to press the outer edges of your feet into the floor. So the pinky toe side of the foot is pressing down. Your inner ankles are lifting up. Good. Bring the hands together in front of your heart. Or you can extend the arms out to the sides with the elbows bent and the palms facing up. Base of the shoulder blades move toward one another. So this is horse stance. Steady breath. Keep pressing the feet into the floor. Good. Bring the hands together at your heart. Press the feet into the floor to straighten the legs. Slowly, gently, one more inhale. And then exhale, bend the knees, coming down, horse stance. Keeping the upper body upright. So if you start to lean forward or back, then straighten the legs a little bit until you can keep the spine vertical. Good, tailbone is drawing under. Maybe opening the arms. Either way, you're broadening the collarbones, creating space. Good. Bring the palms together. Press the feet into the floor to straighten the legs. Pause. Deep, gentle breathing. Good. One last time, horse stance. Start to bend your knees. Keep the upper body steady and tall. Good. Press the outer feet into the floor. Inner ankles are lifting. And maybe extending the arms. Palms up, elbows in. Two more breaths. And then pressing the feet down to straighten the legs. Hands come together at the heart. Pause. Deep breath in and out. And slowly walk the feet back in toward one another. Find your way back to the top of your mat in Tadasana, Mountain Pose. We'll just let the arms hang at the sides for now. 
feet together or slightly apart. Notice your breath. Connect the left hand to the outer left leg. So the arm is fully extended. You're just bringing the hand in to touch the leg. Inhale, take the right arm up. As you exhale, start to slide your left hand down your left leg, side bending to your left. Good. Steady, steady breath. Draw the tailbone toward the heels. See if you can rotate your ribs toward the ceiling. You're supporting through Uddiyana Bandha the belly lock, so the tissue deep within the belly is drawn in toward the spine. Now press the feet down. Inhale, come back up. Bring the right hand down to the right thigh. Inhale, the left arm up. Exhale, start to bring the right hand down the right thigh to come into a side bend. Steady breathing. Rotate the hips, or excuse me, the tailbone down and the ribs open toward the ceiling. Press the feet down to inhale and come up. Take both arms to the ceiling, inhaling. Exhale, float the arms out and down super slow. So take two to three full breaths to get the arms back down by your thighs. Feeling the release in your shoulders as you move. Once the hands are by your sides, soften the wrists, soften the fingers. Notice your breath. And a deep inhale as you exhale, bring your chin to your chest and begin to round down one vertebra at a time. Let the arms and head remain very heavy. Soft bend at the knees as you continue all the way down until the belly and maybe the chest are resting on the thighs, just draping the upper body over your legs. Remembering what we learned earlier about the forward bend, you're allowing the weight to shift forward toward your toes, but keeping the toes soft. At the same time, you're pressing back through your heels. So for every action in yoga, there's an opposite action. It's a union of opposites. If we're moving one part of the body forward, another part of the body is extending back. Good. Bend your knees enough so that you can place your hands outside of your feet and begin to walk your feet back into downward facing dog. Good. Finding your downward dog, breathing here. Good. Inhale, draw your heart forward, coming into plank. Armpits align over top of your wrists. Arms and legs are straight. Thigh bones are pressing toward the ceiling. You can bring your feet a lot closer together for plank. Good. One more inhale. As you exhale, pull back into downward facing dog. Good. Again, inhaling, come forward to plank. Feel free to put your knees on the floor if you'd like. And then exhale, pulling back into downward dog. So you can walk your hands back to about right here. 
And then just continue this movement on your own, inhaling to come forward. Good, keep coming forward, press your legs back. Awesome. Exhaling to pull back. See if you can feel as you come forward that you're coming forward from your belly muscles. And as you pull back, you're pulling back through the fronts of your thighs, the top fronts of your thighs. So you're taking a lot of the work out of the arms and distributing it through your core. Beautiful. Next time you come into downward facing dog, you can lower your knees to the floor and find your way into child's pose, resting and breathing. Perhaps revisiting your intention, realizing that a life lived from the heart is the best gift that you can give the world, the best gift that you can give yourself. And steady, steady breathing, breathing all the way down into your tailbone. And slowly coming back up to all fours, wrists under shoulders and knees under hips. Good, and extend your right arm forward, thumb to ceiling. You can stay here or layer on, extending your left leg straight back. Think more about extending these two limbs rather than lifting, creating a long line through the body. The hand and foot that are on the floor are pressing down firmly, creating stability. Good. One more inhale. As you exhale, lower the hand and knee back down to the floor. Pause. Deep breath in and out. Good. Extending the left arm forward, thumb to ceiling. Get steady and then maybe extend the right leg straight back, spreading the toes. Long, long line of energy throughout the body. One more inhale to extend. Exhale to bring the hand and knee back down to the floor. Big breath in and out. Again, extending the right arm forward, thumb to ceiling, and the left leg extends back. Good, so you can stay here sustaining just like we did on the first round, or moving, find an inhale, and then as you exhale, bring your right elbow and your left knee in toward the belly button. Also bring the nose in, so you're rounding everything in, curling in, rounding the back. As you inhale, extend back out, find the full extension. Good, exhale, curl everything in, push the floor away. Good, inhale, extend out, it's totally legal to fall. Exhale, curl it in. And then when you find your next extension on the inhale, pause and exhale to release down, hand and knee to the floor. Good, pause, deep breath in and out. And then extending your left arm forward, thumb to ceiling. Right leg extends back. 
get steady and either stay here or find your inhale to extend and exhale curl everything in take the nose with you round the back push the floor inhale to extend out and away exhale to curl in good one more time on your own Good. Once you've completed that last extension, then exhale to bring the knee and the hand to the floor. Pause and feel your breath. Good. Walking the hands forward, one handprint. Curl the toes under. Find cow tilt in your spine. Keep that tilt in your spine as you move into downward dog. Good. So you're gaining as much length as possible as you come into the posture. Beautiful. Steady, steady breath. Your hands are a little narrower and bring them out just a bit to accommodate your shoulders. Good. So slowly and gently walking the hands toward the feet until the heels reach the earth. Once the heels reach the earth, folding the upper body over the legs, letting the head hang. Good. Try to let your hands be light. Let the legs really work here. Even if your legs might feel that they need to gain a little strength, it's okay for your legs to shake a bit here. As long as you're breathing deeply, you can sustain your breath, then you're doing okay. Good. Now press your feet firm into the earth to round up to standing nice and slow. Arms and head hang heavy as you come up. Feel the correlation between the downward press of the feet to create the rising to, uh, to standing. So here we have that union of opposites. The downward press of the feet creates the upward rising to standing. Got a deep breath at the top, inhaling and exhaling. And bringing the hands together in front of the heart. Separating your feet just a little bit wider, preparing for tree pose. So find a sense of standing equally in your two legs. This is known as samastitihi, equal standing. And then begin to shift your weight to your right and feel the weight shifting from two legs to one leg. Draw your left foot in for tree, either creating a little kickstand with the heel and the ankle and the toes on the floor. Or you can draw the foot up to the calf or the upper inner thigh. So the main thing you want to look for here is that your foot is not touching your knee joint. The knee doesn't like to be pushed laterally. And then from there, really pressing the right foot down into the earth, like the roots of a tree growing continually down and out. You're pressing the left foot and the right leg into one another creating a strong core or trunk. From there, the tailbone roots toward the bottom heel. The spine expands just as we did in our opening seating posture. You're growing tall through the spine. The collarbones are broadening. From that sense of alignment, perhaps growing branches, extending the arms forward, out, or up.
Steady, steady breath. Good. If you've grown branches, bring the hands back together at your heart. Pause, then release the left foot to the floor. And maybe give the right foot a little shake. And then come back to equal standing. Samasthi Tahim. Feel your breath. You may feel different sensations now from right to left leg. So we'll balance that out by doing the second side. So feel the weight shifting from two legs into the left leg. Bring your right foot into tree. Mindfully growing roots through the left foot into the earth. Pressing right foot and left leg into one another, creating a strong trunk. Growing a tall spine, rooting the tailbone. Opening the heart and maybe extending your branches. Staying soft through the jaw, the tongue. Steady breath in and out through your nose. Finding ways to soften inside of the challenge so that you're balancing effort and ease. slowly return to the heart if you grew branches pause and then release the right foot to the earth maybe shaking out the left foot and then come back to standing equally on your two legs hands at your heart breathing hands release down by your sides deep inhale Exhaling the chin to the chest and rounding down one vertebra at a time. Stay soft through your knees, so a little bend at the knees. Let the arms and head be super heavy. You're relaxed in the shoulder joint. Good. Folding all the way over the legs. This time, let's take one hand to each opposite elbow so you're holding your elbows with your hands and let your head drop your forehead might even rest onto your forearms depending on your arm to neck length ratio and just really really let the spine go here each exhale you're softening the muscles along the spine to grow the spine a little longer letting the weight of the arms Draw the spine toward the earth. And just like earlier, we're pitching the weight forward toward the toes and the feet, but keeping the toes soft and at the same time driving the heels back. So if that doesn't make sense right away, you can always go back to the podcast later and try it again, practicing until it starts to make sense within your own body.
And then releasing the arms, bend your knees enough that your hands can come to the floor and walk yourself forward to downward facing dog. Good. Full, deep breathing in downward dog. Nice. Let's find the knees coming to the mat, child's pose, resting and breathing. <sighs> Just giving yourself permission to draw in deeply restorative breaths. To let go of the notion of doing and move toward the idea of being. The state of allowing yourself to simply exist in the moment, for the moment. You can always pick up your task again after practice if that's really what you would like to do. For now, give yourself permission to just be. And then finding your way once again into downward facing dog. And then slowly start to lift your right leg up and back behind you. Finding as much extension in that right leg as you possibly can. And then slowly start to draw your right knee toward your nose and your nose toward your knee, rounding your back. So we kind of did this on all fours earlier, just really rounding the back and lifting the nose and knee in toward the belly. And then go ahead and extend the leg up and back again as you inhale. Exhale to draw the knee to the nose and the nose to the knee, shifting your weight forward into your hands. Good. One more time. Inhale, extend up and back. And exhale, round the back, push off of the back foot to send the weight forward into the hands. Keep breathing, lift your knee a little bit higher, and now bring the foot all the way through between your hands. If it doesn't quite get there, take the right hand to the ankle and pull the foot through. Good, now bring your back knee down to the floor and release the toes behind you. Come onto the tips of your fingers. Lift your heart up and forward away from the front thigh. See if you can press both feet down into the floor deeply. Broaden the collarbones. Check in with your intention. So you're not forcing your body. You're not pushing your body. You're simply allowing it to take the posture to whichever degree it can today. Soften the jaw, release the tongue. And you can stay here with your hands on the earth or slowly walk the hands up to the front thigh. If you need to, you can take your blanket or double up your mat for extra padding under the back knee if needed. So you're stacking heart over hips. Then from there, letting the hips sink down slightly. Good. Stay here or interlace the hands behind the back, drawing the shoulder blades together 
and then pressing the hands toward the floor. Feel the collarbones expanding. Start to lift through the heart. Lift your chin slightly. If the range of motion isn't quite there, you can try holding your elbows instead and just lifting your heart up from there. Good. One more breath in. And then exhale to bring the hands back down to the floor. Find your way back to downward facing dog. We'll take a couple of deep breaths in and out. So whether it's challenging or there's a sense of ease, either way, just making space for whatever arises in the pose. Enjoying the entire spectrum of the experience. So as you're ready, inhaling the left leg up to the ceiling. Exhaling, drawing the left knee to the nose, the nose to the knee. Push off the back foot, round the back. Weight is in the hands. Inhale, extending back up to downward dog. Left leg lifts. Exhaling, rounding the back, curling everything in. Again, inhale, extend up, and exhale, curl everything in. Keep breathing, lift the knee a little bit higher, and bring the foot all the way through between your hands. Again, you can assist the foot through with the left hand if needed. And then bring the right knee down to the floor. Release the toes, stay light on your fingertips. Lift the heart, broaden the collarbones. Steady breath. Press both feet into the floor. Feel your left hip pulling back and your right hip pressing forward. Stay here or walk your hands up to the front thigh. Remember, you can always put some padding under the back knee if needed. So heart is aligned over hips. And you can stay here or start to sink the hips slightly. Maybe bringing hands in front of heart or interlacing the hands behind the back, drawing the shoulder blades together and pressing the hands toward the floor, lifting the heart to blossom the collarbones. Steady, steady breathing. One more inhale. Exhaling, the hands release to the floor. Find your way into downward facing dog. Good. A couple of more deep breaths. And then as you're ready, releasing knees to the floor. One more time to child's pose.
good. So let's come up to a seated position. Start by extending your legs forward. And prepare for Janu Sirsasana. So you're going to take your um, right foot out to the right edge of your mat. Bring your left foot in, just like in tree pose, so the foot lands somewhere along the inner right leg. And then just adjusting so that you feel like your sits bones are kind of drawn out behind you. Your pelvis is tilted forward slightly. And then turn to face your right leg with the hands on either side of the leg on the floor. Start to press your right thigh bone down. You'll feel the quad muscle activate. Spread your toes and press your right heel forward. Good. Inhale, draw your heart up and forward between the arm bones. Keep that lift. Exhale, start to hinge at your hip joint, starting to fold forward, but keep the spine straight for now. So you won't go very far. The hinge of the hip will be far less than the hinge of the spine. So pause when you hit that first boundary, and then lengthen the heart forward again on an inhale. And this time, exhale, start to fold gently through the spine. Keep the heart pulling forward as you do this, maybe walking the hands forward. And then once you've found your full fold, draw your right hip back a little bit. Inhale to pull the heart forward again, and exhale to fold in a little bit deeper. Stay grounded through the right leg and soft through the left leg. Steady breathing. Good, last few breaths. And very slowly start to walk the hands back in toward the body, stacking one vertebra at a time on top of one another. Sit tall, feel your breath. Take the left leg straight out in front. Bring the right leg in to meet the left leg. Pause in staff pose, sitting tall, legs extended, breathe. And then taking the left leg out to the left. Drawing the right foot in like tree pose for the second side of Janu Sirsasana. See if you can kind of walk your sits bones back a little bit, tilting the pelvis forward. And then turn to face your left leg, hands on either side of the left leg. Inhale, lift your heart up, draw your tail under. You'll feel your low back lengthen. 
And as you exhale, keep the length in your spine hinging from your hip on the first half of the fold. You won't go very far, and that's okay. So pause at that first natural boundary and inhale, lift the heart again. And this time, exhale to start to round the back, folding. So you're not just collapsing, you're keeping the length in your spine as you round through the back. Maybe walking the hands forward. And once you've found your deepest fold, draw your left hip back a little bit. Inhale, draw your heart forward again. And exhale, deep in the fold. So this happens millimeters at a time, very tiny increments of movement. Yoga is about subtleties. Keep the left thigh pressing down, the left toes spreading. Make sure your left foot is pointing straight up and down. So second toe is stacked over the center of the heel. Last few breaths. And very slowly coming back up to seated. Pause, stacking the spine, breathing. And extend the right leg straight out in front. Bring the left leg in to meet the right leg, pausing in staff pose. Legs extended, spine tall. Breathe. Good. Now this time we'll take the right leg out to the right, but go wider than the edge of your mat. So open it out as far as you can comfortably. And then pull your left foot in again like tree pose. So a little wider stance than we did in Johnny Sarsasana. And then we'll be taking the right elbow. First option is just to place it on top of your right thigh, either with the hand pointing toward the foot, or you can um, make a bend at the elbow so the hand is pointing more forward. Second option is to bring the elbow to the floor into the inside of the right leg so that the palm is facing the ceiling. Third option is to take the hand to the inside edge of your right foot. So right hand to right foot. If you're doing this, notice that kind of little J or L shape that the thumb and the pointer finger make. You want to take it with the palm facing up and place that groove between the thumb and the pointer finger right into the instep of the foot and then turn the hand back to grip the foot. This way that your right shoulder is open. Instead of rolling the thumb down, you have the thumb rolled up. So wherever you are, bring your left hand onto your left hip. Finding one of those hand placements that feels supportive for you. Doesn't matter which one you choose as long as you feel supported. And then start to roll your ribs open to the left, so you're rolling your heart open toward the ceiling. Think about getting broad across your collarbones. 
And then take your thumb, your left thumb, and hook it into the left hip crease. And you're going to roll the thumb into the hip crease to help roll the thigh out and away from your body. So you're rolling the hip externally. So you can stay here working on rolling the inner thigh up and over to the outer thigh or eventually maybe extending your left arm up and maybe over the left ear. So it just depends on where you want to focus the stretch and the pose as to what you're doing with that left arm. Eventually the left hand may be able to reach the outer right foot in which case you would really want to focus on twisting the heart open toward the ceiling. Good. So wherever you are, coming back to center, nice and slow. Kind of backtracking out of the pose the way that you came in. Sit tall for a moment. Breathing. And then extend your left leg straight out in front. Bring your right foot in to meet your left foot, sitting in staff pose, pausing and breathing. Good. Left leg opens way out to the left. Right foot draws in like tree pose, foot to the inner left leg. Again, left elbow can go to the top of the left thigh, to the floor in front of the left thigh, or reaching down to take the left foot. Right hand goes to the right hip. Start to twist the heart open toward the ceiling. You can stay here or hook the right thumb into the right hip crease rolling the hip out and away. So you're rolling the inner thigh up and over the top of the thigh toward the outer thigh, creating an external rotation. And you'll usually feel this deep within the hip joint as well as possibly up the side of the back of the hip that you're rolling open this way. Last few breaths. in the pose, slowly releasing out. Take your time backtracking out of the pose however you came into it. Sit tall for a moment with your spine upright and breathe. And 
and taking your right leg straight out in front. Bring your left leg in to meet your right leg. Sitting for a moment in staff pose, feeling your breath. Posture. We're going to take the right foot and fold it back into half of hero's pose. So we're keeping the left leg extended. The right foot is drawn back. If you can bring the shoelaces of the foot to the floor, great. You want to make sure that you're not um, sitting on the heel, but the heel is close to the hip. And if this feels uncomfortable for your knee or your ankle, try turning the foot out. This isn't the ideal position but it is an alternate. Another thing you can do is roll up your mat or take your blanket and put it under the bent knee for a little more um, of a lift in the knee and that'll help to alleviate some pressure. So you wanna keep both of the knees in as close as you can to one another. Again, your left leg is extended, your right knee is bent. Toes of the left foot are spreading. Left thigh bone is pressing down. So for some of you, just sitting upright this way will be enough of a stretch and opening on the right quad and the right hip and the ankle. For some of you, you'll want to deepen. You can bring your elbows either onto one or two of your blocks behind you or onto the floor. So you can come back onto blocks or back onto the floor on your elbows. Be very mindful of what you're feeling in your right knee and your right ankle. There really should not be a lot of sensation in either place. And if you're having a lot of sensation, try opening the knee out a little bit more or again putting a blanket under the knee so that it's elevated. If you're on your elbows, your heart is lifting. You're pushing the elbows down to expand the heart skyward. The chin is drawn toward the chest. Unless you're free of neck issues, then the head can drop back. And then eventually, if the quad is open enough, or if you've been practicing this a while, you know your body fairly well, you can lie all the way back. If you're all the way back, try to let the leg bones of both legs just grow really heavy. If you're not all the way back, keep the left leg active. Good, steady breathing. How are we doing? Everybody doing okay in this one? Any questions? So it's not the most pleasant pose at first, especially if your quads are kind of habitually tight, if you're a runner or a biker. These muscles tend to get neglected a little bit and overused. But with time, with your yoga practice, all of that can be balanced out. It's kind of a cross-training between the two methods of movement. So just a few more breaths. Now, if you're on your elbows and you've dropped your head back, 
Take one of your hands behind your head to lift the chin back up before you come up. If you're on your back, roll away from your bent knee, so you're going to roll to your left until you can either bend both knees or straighten both legs, whatever's more convenient. And then find your way up by pushing down through the hands to come up. Good. So you might feel a little bit stiff when you first come out of that. Just honor that. Move slowly. You can rotate the joints just a little bit to kind of work that out. And then switch sides. So drawing the left foot back. Keeping the knees as close together as you can. Unless, of course, you're feeling pressure in the knee, then you can open this out a little bit. Just be really gentle and really mindful. Your body's going to let you know exactly what's right for you if you listen closely to it. So the right leg stays active unless you're laying all the way back. You can stay upright or come onto your elbows, on your blocks, or on the floor. Keeping the chin into the chest or taking the head back. If you're on your elbows, keep pushing the elbows down and lifting your heart, broadening the collarbones. Maybe eventually coming on to the back. Staying with your breath. And wherever you are, releasing out, being mindful just as you were on the first side. Good. So we're going to come into downward dog and do one more lunge so that we have one more variation. Um, we're doing a little bit of pre-opening to help with the uh, piriformis opening. So come to Downward Dog. And then inhale your right leg to the ceiling. And exhale to bring the right foot through between the hands. 
bringing your back knee down to the earth. So anytime you do these deep seated lunges where the back knee is down and you're letting the full weight of your hips drop down, you're going to be addressing the, the quads and the piriformis. So you can stay low with your hands on the floor or come up and have the hands on the thigh and really let your hips drop down. So if the piriformis is tight, where you're going to feel that is whichever leg's in the back, so the left leg is in the back for now, you'll feel it likely um, at the base of the belly. If it's tight, you'll feel just a little gentle stretch in there. And then if you want to go a little bit deeper, keep your right hand grounded, bend your back knee and catch the foot. And as you start to draw the foot in, any tension in the quad and the piriformis will be made very evident. <laughs> you can also extend the right arm so that the Form is resting on the right knee, taking a little mudra with the front hand, or you can lift the arm up. And then slowly finding your way out of the posture. Returning to downward dog and switching legs. So you're finding first the seat of the hips is really sinking as if the hips are eventually going to come down and forward and touch that front heel. And you can stay here or walk the hands up to the front thigh. Again, the hips are sinking very, very deeply. So this wouldn't typically be a pose for the beginning of practice unless you were doing a full-on yin practice where you're sustaining the poses for two, three, four minutes. So you can stay here or guide the back foot in. not available tonight. Remember that as you practice more and more, these things will become available.
wherever you are, slowly finding your way out of the pose. Downward facing dog. So find your way to seated and then lowering down onto your back. Once you're on your back, just hugging your knees into the chest. And then from here, with the knees hugging in, take the legs really close together, flex your feet, and curl up like you're trying to bring your nose between your knees. Keeping the elbows in close to the sides of the body. Good. Spread the toes. Feet are flexed. And then when you feel ready, releasing down. Finding your way into Shavasana, final resting pose. Stretching out on your mat if you need to put something under your knees or behind your head. And go ahead and take care of that. Letting the arms rest either by your sides with the palms face up or resting the hands face down on your torso. Allowing yourself to feel the full weight of your bones. Bones very, very heavy. Finding that elevator-like movement of the breath. The inhale travels all the way down to the tailbone. The exhale travels all the way back up and out through the nose.
allowing each breath to take you deeper into your own inner space, into the world of sensation. Feeling each breath, feeling the sensations in the body. Realizing that every cell, all 60 trillion plus cells are working in unison to bring balance and harmony the body.
Slowly beginning to move your fingers, your toes, letting your breath deepen. You feel ready, rolling gently over onto your right side, just curling up here. After a few deep breaths on your right side, pressing up through the arms, coming up to a comfortable seated position. <laughs> Sitting tall, preparing to sound OM three times. Let's inhale deeply. Om. Om. again to connect with your intention. Acknowledging your efforts for stepping onto the mat today. Nourishing yourself through this practice. By doing so, you have nourished the world. Each time you practice, you bring yourself into a space that allows you to show up more present, more loving, more compassionate. So thank you so much. And namaste. Mm-hmm.